today on Astro Zero Twitter Spaces, we have a Polygon and a Peach project that's a large collection of polygoons. Um, they'll be accompanied with their own cryptocurrency, the goons token, and uh, have a game come out along with it. Uh, minting starts on the 22nd of February at 4 p.m. UTC. Not really sure what UTC stands for or what time zone that is. You'll have to explain that to us. But it's the Polygon. So welcome, guys. How you doing? <laughs> Thanks very much, Elon. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, I saw I saw somebody using UTC, which is Universal Universal Central Time, and I don't know why they switched the T and the C in the acronym, but that's what it stands for. Uh, and it seemed like it seemed like some people were using that as a as sort of a standard metaverse time. Well, I know I know that's the standard time on EtherScan. It always falls onto whatever the time is in the UK. So I guess it kind of does make sense, right? Right, Dave. Four four p.m. Right now it would be midnight your time, right, Dave? Hell yeah, midnight it is. Yeah, UTC zero or whatever it is plus GMT plus zero, however it works. Yeah. Yes, UTC doesn't change. GMT does the whole daylight saving, so that's the difference. Right. Uh, all right. Yeah, we've... So we got our little science lesson here for today. That was. <laughs> We also we picked that time because uh, our dev is in Vietnam, and so he's exactly 12 hours ahead of me, uh, which sort of keeps things simple, really. But um, yeah, it, it just means that if we want to get work done or if we want to uh, have an event uh, of any kind, we got to pick a time that sort of works for both of us. Yeah, like I'm on the east coast of the U.S., and when I do AMAs with people in Australia, they're like generally 13, I think 12 to 14 hours difference for me. And uh, it works. So, yeah. opposing. All right. Uh, Aiden, your mic is hot there. Sorry about that. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, mute your mic if you're going to do dabs, please. So, um, is this your uh, radio? Is this your uh, first NFT project that you guys have worked on, or have you done other projects in the past? Yeah, so I'm. Uh, I'll sort of tell you a bit about my own background. My name is Zach Kenny. I've got my uh, personal Twitter account. It's just uh, Z A C K E N N Y. Um, and so I came into the the NFT space and. Uh, April, May, 2021. Um, my artwork is actually uh, abstract painting. Um, <laughs> that's like what I sort of exhibit. Um, and I'm in the studio, I'm, I'm painting. Uh, and when I came into the NFT space, um, I, I really wanted to do, you know, something kind of unique and different, even just for myself, just to keep it interesting. Um, and so I started doing these, uh, these like abstract um, animated paintings, um, and uh, I can I can pin one of these up here actually, just so you can see what I'm talking about. Uh, but yeah, so they were. Um, it was a really uh, it was a cool way for me to come into the space and and just like sort of you know stretch myself creatively. Um, I've I had a couple uh, exhibitions of my abstract work and the past in the couple of years prior to the pandemic um 
but I wasn't really painting all that much. Uh, and then so when I was learning about NFTs, I was just like, oh, this is this is really, really cool. I'm a huge collector. I love like, you know, I collect all of the things, you know, Star Wars action figures, stamps, coins, like hockey cards, what have you. Uh, and so when like digital collectibles came along, um, I was right on board with like uh, with Star Wars Card Trader, that the app. Um, I got super into that. I loved it. Uh, you know, Magic the Gathering Online, Hearthstone, like the like collectible gaming. Um, it was just totally into that. Uh, and and you know, digital, digitally collectible games. I I just was yes, really really into. Um, and so, you know, while it was super fun and, and really cool for me to do, make this artwork with my paintings, um, and I still do, like I'm, you know, I, I have a, I, I'm working on my known origin Genesis series now, actually, uh, collaborating with a musician in New York for that. Um, but, uh, I really wanted to do like, you know, an, an NFT gaming project, um, and I got involved with uh, with Bruce the Goose, as many of you know of. He's uh, you know NFT OG uh, in the space. Um, I actually got involved with Bruce through Nifty Pride, um, and uh, yeah, so we worked together on Nifty Pride. Um, I worked with Dearest Haley, who's uh, loosely involved with the Polygoons as well, um, and. Yeah, so after Nifty Pride, we were just like, hey, what, what should we do? <laughs> um, and so Bruce is like just a pretty wild, crazy idea, man. And uh, he was like, he was like, OK, I, I have an idea. I have an idea. And he laid it out. And this is in like June, July. And at the time, like what he was saying was just like, oh, my gosh, like, nft staking like that's going to be crazy like you can stake the nfts and and earn this token that we're going to do and like oh that's you know we've never seen that before and of course now you know fast forward you know six months um every other project has some kind of element like that and so uh it's it's been a, an adventure and a lot of that has just been really pushing ourselves creatively and um really wanting to come up with something you know unique and special in the space so uh yeah how the the current iteration of polygoons with with all of its uh you know planned phases and everything i think is a, a, a pretty cool and and pretty special thing that uh that we're bringing to the space now i know you're going to have a, a goons token incorporated with it what made you decide to mint the polygoons on Polygon, yet launched the coin as an ERC twenty, and not available for something like QuickSwap. Well, yeah. So um, the the token itself um, is really just meant to complement the Polygon's ecosystem, um, and so its primary primary purpose is to you know be like an in game token. Uh, which we could have done off chain, um, you know, fairly easily, but like it's an NFT project, right? So it's like, okay, like let's, let's actually just make it a token. Um, and so, yeah, so there's, 
like I'm actually not too sure about uh, your your question of of it being an ERC twenty and and not available on like QuickSwap. Um, I think what you're referring to is just the fact that it doesn't have any um, uh, assigned value or anything at the moment, right? There's no there's no liquidity uh, or or anything uh, behind it, so you you can't swap it for anything else at the moment. Is that what you're? No, I, I was just. You, you're going to have the, the coin is going to be an ERC20, so it's going to be on the Ethereum mainnet, right? So you're going to be doing buys and sells on Uniswap as opposed to QuickSwap if it was on the Polygon mainnet. Is that how you're going to be? Oh, operating? no, no. The, 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 tokens, the tokens deployed on Polygon as well. Oh, okay. Because I thought I was reading on the website that it was going to be an ERC20 token. I must have misread something. So, so my mistake. I, I was thinking that you were going to have the coin launching on a separate chain and like a separate mainnet than you were with the um with the actual nfts so i was just maybe a brain fart when i was reading through things no i i i I think you are reading it correctly Um, maybe i'm actually misunderstanding the token uh type that it is i know that it's it's on matic because i connect to matic and i that's how i do the airdrops and everything like that so i know it's deployed on polygon um, maybe it's not an ERC twenty. <laughs> I'll have to ask my dev about that. I did. Uh, he sh- he should be joining us at some point. Uh, so I'll I will keep an eye out for him and bring him up if he joins. That's fine. It was just something that I I must I have like terrible reading comprehension, so it could have just been myself reading it a little bit backwards. But no worries. Uh, let's let's push forward. So what inspired the Polygoons and um who's the who's the primary story writer behind it? Yeah, so as I said, Bruce the Goose really sort of, um, you know, birthed this brainchild of the Polygoons. Uh, and then we all kind of just jumped on board um, because Bruce's ideas are are wild and crazy. And um, he, he needs people to make them into a reality uh, and carry them forth into the world. So um, the idea behind the Polygoons uh, being from this distant planet um them being these farmers that were going to come to earth uh they 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 escaped their home planet because there was an attack um from a a interplanetary scourge called the fang and so they had to flee their planet um and earth was the closest inhabitable inhabitable planet so they decided to set their course for for earth and come here um and yeah, and then so they're they're they like to farm. They're that's their sort of um, preferred lifestyle and preferred activity is just to you know be on the land and uh, take care of the land and and farm and provide for each other. And all of that was really Bruce's idea. So we've just sort of carried that through um, all the various iterations of the project, and that's like sort of held the the whole theme together is that they're they're coming to farm (laughs) um there's some additional uh sort of lore stuff which um i've hinted at here and there and i'm i'm happy to get a bit more into here because uh this is a dedicated space for the polygons and i love it um you know Usually I've got, you know, we all have the two to three minute type thing. So I'm, uh, yeah, excited to get into more depth here. 
So you have a kind of unique total number of mints that you're doing, 8,883. What made you decide this number? Yeah, so again, this was kind of a, a, a lore-based number. Um, we, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's quote-unquote a 10K project, which I, I tell people because people know what that means. But yeah, you're absolutely right. It's 8,883. And the breakdown of that is actually... Uh, on February 22nd, next week, um, 8,000 polygons will be available to mint. Um, and so out of the, the initial offering is, uh, is 8,000 of the polygons NFTs. Now, what happens with the polygons is these, these polygons are the ones who fled the planet. Um, and they are the sort of the first wave of polygons from that planet to arrive. Um, and how we're thinking about it and, and you know, sort of how we're setting stuff up to work is the farm is going to have a limited supply of the goons tokens. Um, it's going to have 100,000 goons tokens in it for people to be able to farm uh, and earn freely by staking their polygons. Um, and and other items and boosts and stuff like that as well, which I, I'll get into. Um, but eventually, the farm will run dry, and the sort of the lore kind of parallel of that is like the the land that they landed on is kind of used up um, and and not really uh, very fertile or good for farming, and so they need to expand. Um, and then we're getting into phase two of the Polygoons project, where the Polygoons themselves are um, are broadening their territories. Um, and how that is going to actually pan out uh, in terms of the game is going to be through some t territory control elements. So think about like risk, like the classic risk board game. Uh, mixed with, you know, NFT staking uh, and placing units and that kind of thing. And that's that's basically what uh, what we're building out. Um, but we'll, there, it's going to be um, a bit more interactive than all that as well, um, because the polygons are actually walking around in the space. And um, and uh, there's there's going to be other little like, you know, quests and stuff and loot and all that kind of stuff as well. So it'll be kind of like a, a, a real mix between an RPG um, and like a, you know, real time strategy type thing. Uh, but yeah, it'll be, it'll be really cool. So what happens then is the polygons start, you know, warring over these, these expanding territories and, and they'll expand gradually. So, you know, the, the first week or month um, might just be, uh, the first territory that opens up and then everybody is is sort of battling for that new territory. But as it goes on, um, there will be more options uh, and more territories that are opening up that you'll that you'll be able to kind of strategically um, stake your polygons to try and lay claim to. And when that all happens, um, the polygons are actually going to radio back to their home planet. And they're going to see if the Ultra Goons are ready to come to Earth. And the Ultra Goons are a class 
uh, of warrior polygoons, which stayed behind on their home planet to uh, try and fight off this invasion. Um, and there is 880 of the ultra goons. So that's, I'm getting at, back to your question about the numbers. Uh, there's 880 ultra goons. So these are like super rare ultra uh, polygoons. And the only way that you acquire an ultra goon is by using the goons token that you're earning through the farm. So um, kind of uh, just building that kind of uh, gamified NFT uh, collection, collecting dynamic uh, a bit deeper into the ecosystem. And then what will happen is that those ultra goons are like ultra powered, right? So uh, the polygoons each have their all have their own power levels uh, that's based on their rarities and that kind of stuff. Um, and the ultra goons are just going to be like these big mega power um, units, basically. So when when you recruit an ultra goons and you stake an ultra goons to your territory, that's going to give you a pretty significant boost. And then, um, yeah, if, if if the other factions that are 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 laying claim to that territory aren't uh aren't equipped with an ultra goon then it's going to be it's going to shift the scales of that the that contest pretty quickly so we're still missing three goons we're at a left we, we are then there's only whispers as to who those last three might be um i think yeah i i i don't know if there's any public information um about them uh in the discord we we talked about them briefly a couple weeks ago but um yeah we really don't know much about them they're uh some say that they are a legendary race of polygons some say that they um have been around since the beginning of time some some say that they've just been sort of reborn as these uh, prophets of the polygons universe, um, there's a there's a sort of a general uh, belief amongst the polygons that the that those remaining last three um, might be the key to resolving uh, conflict in the polygons lands. That's a lot of stuff to remember, man. <laughs> I, I'm I'm very impressed. So um, when when you open up minting, um, what's the cost of the polygons going to be, and what do you get? Yeah, so the the polygons are going to be minting for thirty matic, um, and uh, and I'm just going to repin this this main tweet here because I've still got my painting up there. But this is um, this is a little animation, sort of showing what you get. Um, so when you mint a polygons for thirty matic you are actually receiving 11 different NFTs into your wallet. Uh, so the, there's the base Polygoons NFT, which is the body. Um, the body NFT, the base NFT, has six tr different traits of its own. So it's got uh, a mouth, uh, eyes, a body type, um, a tattoo, and two other hidden traits, um, which will be revealed uh, at some point. Um, and then the 10 other traits that you get, uh, those are all ERC 1155s. 
And those are all the accessories, all the bits of clothing and costumes and items and stuff for your polygons. And so when you mint one, uh, all of this stuff just gets dropped into your wallet. Um, and then what we will have on our website is an interface where you can actually stake the items to the polygons. Um, and so it's uh, you're actually like, yeah, you're, it's it's a legitimate like staking contract for the polygons where you're actually um, sending the ownership of the accessory NFT to your polygons NFT. So it's your accessory NFTs after you dress up your polygons, leave your wallet. They actually live uh, with the polygons base NFT at that point. Um, but you can all, you can always unstake it and you can always, uh, swap them out, um, with other items and accessories that you have, maybe have from another mint, or maybe, uh, you bought separately, um, from the secondary market and, uh, maybe there, um, maybe you bought some other items from like an expansion or, or an addition or something like that, a special drop. Uh, and those, those special drops will all be uh, available using the goons tokens as well. So like the minting is happening with Matic. And then once that's done, like all, everything else is happening with the goons tokens, except, you know, if you're buying and selling on secondary, of course, then you're, uh, you know, you're probably interfacing with OpenSea. So if somebody sells on the secondary market, um, as, as it says here, you're, you're basically getting, uh, I think it's 11 pieces total, right? When you, when you, that's right. Yeah. Now, if they decide that they want to sell the base NFT, do all of the accessories go along with it or accessories separate? And also if you own two separate base NFTs, can you trade the accessories between the two if all of them are in the same wallet? Yeah, exactly. So, yes, if, if everything's in the same wallet, then you can totally trade them between your base Polygoons NFTs. And that's what I have sort of illustrated in that little animation, right? Is like, yeah, you if you own two, you can mix it up and customize your Polygoons. Um, and you can go on OpenSea and you can say like, okay, well, I've got all these, like, I've got the blue shirt and the blue pants. I want a blue pair of shoes. I'm going to, you know, buy the blue shoes and then, uh, and then attach that to my polygons to make like a true blue polygons. Um, what happens then is, is when you actually are dressing up your polygons, like I said, you're actually staking the accessory NFTs to the base NFT. So, if you and what the what that will do also is update the metadata for the base NFT. So um, and it'll pull the the refreshed image. Um, we're 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 in the process of just testing this to make sure it's all working. But um, the idea is that it's actually pulling the refreshed image. So um, even in OpenSea, you'll be able to see if the if the base polygons nft that you're looking to buy actually has any traits uh staked to it because you'll see them right in the nft um and so yeah if you're if you're selling a uh, a polygons base nft with items staked to it then you're selling it all at all at once um 
and all of that information uh, will be visible and available to you know sellers and potential buyers as well. If you didn't want to sell a certain item, or if you wanted to sell an item separately, then you would just unstake it, um, and then you could sell the item separately. Or yeah, if you want, like if you have this legendary axe and you are okay with selling everything else, um, but you really want to keep that axe, then you could just unstake your axe and then sell your polygons without the item. Um, and uh, yeah, and it would sell, it would transfer the polygons along with all of the accessory NFTs that are staked to it. Very cool. So we're talking with Zach here from Polygons. Uh, their minting is going to start on February 22nd at 4 p.m. UTC. That, for everybody who doesn't know who came in late, is UK time currently. Um, five hours ahead of the East Coast. To avoid any confusion for anybody. <laughs> um, if, if you guys haven't followed the Polygons, please follow them on here. Um, really cool project. One of our own. So... That's something that we always stress, you know, follow everybody in the room and uh, show the polygon some love if you haven't yet. Um, so is there a designated staking period that you guys have in order to earn Goons tokens? Yeah, so what we wanted to do there, um, and, you know, my, my dev has been in this space for a long time, actually much, much longer than I have. Uh, you know, he goes back to when there were a thousand users on Polygon kind of thing. Uh, you know, he remembers like Alpaca City and was was big into those uh, NFT gaming projects. Um, and so he's been really sort of the strategic lead on uh, on anything to do with the with the tokens and the tokenomics and that kind of thing. Um, and so what he decided was that that will that will actually wait to open the Goons Token Farm until the collection is 25% sold. So um, until then, we will have other stuff that is happening with the polygons, um, which I'll definitely get into because it's probably the stuff that I'm more excited about. Uh, but of course, he's... You know, it's, all, it's all part of the project for sure. Um, but yeah, so at 25% sold, the um, and then it's open for as long as there are tokens in the contract. So um, it's, uh, I think the rough estimate is that it's open for about 100 days. And the rate of emissions is just dependent on how many people are in the farm and what the sort of the total power is that they're bringing to the farm. So if you have, if you have one person in the farm they're earning 100 percent of the emissions of the farm that day uh but as, as soon as you have more than one person then it comes down to how much um how much farming power does each of them have in the farm so if one of them if one person has uh a, you know a common polygon and a bunch of common traits uh they might have three or four hundred power in the farm and then if the other person has multiple power polygons or uh polygons with some really rare traits then they might have you know a couple thousand um farming power and then so the the rate of distribution is just dependent on um on what people are bringing to the farm in terms of power 
So when somebody holds a polygoon, what would the initial benefits that they have um, consist of? And eventually down the line, what would they evolve into? Yeah, totally. So yeah, this is like one of the things that I'm most excited about is this idea of community generated like narrative. Um, and I've been running some contests uh, on our page and I'll pin one here now. Um, you'll be able to name your polygons. So that'll be a piece of metadata. Uh, and the contest that I've just been running on Twitter is like a name that polygons contest. So you can, you can check out this, you know, I've just done a bunch of random mints uh, and, and layered all the items together for these images. Um, but you can imagine that, you know, this is your polygon after minting and after putting all the accessories on them. And, uh, and then, and then now you're able to name them. So, um, not only name them, but also actually develop a bit of like backstory and like character to them as well. Um, and then what we want to be encouraging through in our community is like, um, people to actually like interact with each other based on the narratives that they're coming up with. And this is just, you know, throws me back into like the old Dungeons and Dragons days where you're just like, you know, you spend an hour without rolling any dice, just talking about like, you know, who your character is and, and uh, what kind of beer they order at the bar or whatever. Like um, we just want people to be, to get creative and just really dive into the really unique characters that the polygons have like they have they have a lot of personality i think and um and so from there that once we sort of get a bit of that rolling um we actually want to incorporate that community generated narrative into the the kinds of quests and and adventures and uh, aspects of the of the game and all that kind of stuff um yeah and so there's the, there's that kind of like integration which um i'm i'm that's probably the thing that i'm most excited about is like how do how are we going to figure out how to like um take what people are talking about like how people are like you know, uh, role playing with each other with their polygons and like bring that into, uh, yeah, bring that into the game aspect. Um, and yeah, like just, uh, just really like embrace that and encourage that. And, uh, we've got some other ideas there, um, to, to really lean into that. Um, the fact that the, accessories and items and stuff are all interchangeable means that we can do like additional releases and drops right so yes the polygons is a finite number of nfts but like we can release like you know um like a samurai set of accessories right or like a, a you know a themed set um and then those items and those other uh, um you know, costumes and that kind of stuff uh, can be available for collectors to to purchase in the game using their goons tokens. What that also means is that we can actually like open that creativity up to the community as well. 
So if somebody had like um, a really cool idea that they were working on with their character and they needed like, you know, a magic pitchfork or something, then that might be something that we can actually uh, allow them to create. Um, you know, give them the, provide the templates uh, that we've made with, you know, the, the graphics and the images and the dimensions and everything, and then just let people be, um, you know, creating their own traits and, and all that kind of stuff too. So yeah, it's, uh, there's a lot, a lot of possibilities and different ways it can go. Is the game, um, when it's rolled out, is it going to be uh, like Metaverse where I could put on a VR headset and play? Or is it going to be strictly like a two-dimensional type game that I would play on my PC or Apple computer or maybe tablet? Have you figured the layout that you're going to go once? once yeah, launch, yeah. We're, that- we're, we're pretty old school. Uh, you know, my favorite video game is Legend of Zelda and like Earthbound and those types of things. So um, that's like, that's, that's where I want to go with it. Um, it's, it's funny though. Like I, I still want to call it a metaverse, even though it's like a, you know, uh, we're thinking about like this top down, um, kind of adventure game. Um, but it will be like a pixel based metaverse. Um, and the reason why I, I, I still want to call it a metaverse as well is because like, um, where we see some other possibilities in terms of some cross project integration, especially with projects that we've partnered with that are, that are pixel art projects. Um, so like one of our partners is uh, pixel dogs. Um, they're uh, it's, it's very, very late for them right now. So they're not on here, but pixel dogs are great. They just released their version two, all, all their pixel dogs from V2 are animated and they're awesome. Um, and uh and so if if it's a project with like a full body character uh that's pixel based then it's fairly there's you know there's some work to be done but um it's possible to just isolate the the character aside from the background and then once that happens um if we're if you know on our end we confirm the ownership of that nft and we can just allow those those other pixel characters to jump right in to the polygons game so um yeah there's there's some potential there for some really really cool like cross project stuff happening are you guys going to be doing a whitelist or is it just going to be the uh the mint starts on the 22nd at 4 p.m and that's yeah we're just going all out public mint um no i mean honestly like we could do a pre-sale or something. And initially we had, we had a plan to do a pre-sale. I think at this point, um, we all understand the the space well enough. Like I'm, I'm not expecting us to sell out in 24 hours. That's not, uh, that's not really my, you know, my game plan. Um, where I see this project going is like really once people start having fun with it and once people start seeing the cool things that we're doing and and the unique aspects of it that's that's going to grow our community right like we we want we want to over deliver um you know yeah i'm i'm talking a lot but there's there's so much we want to do with it um and so it is it is definitely going to be a a longer term project and so with that in mind you know 
yeah, we don't really see the need for a whitelist or presale or anything like that. I'm not really down with the whitelist thing anyway. I don't well, know. I mean, just the name aside, right? I, I don't think that anybody should be calling it whitelist um, that has a, a lot of uh, racist connotations historically. Um, so I'll just put that out there. If you're starting a project, just do some research about uh, that term. Um, yeah, it's it's not a great term to be using in general. So um, I know a, a lot of people are are coming around to that and uh uh you know weird metacology has their weird list and you know people have all their different different names unique names and that's much a much better way of doing it um so are are these going to be minted off your website are they going to be straight on uh secondary market how are you guys going about the minting process when people decide to buy Uh, yeah, it'll be, uh, we have a placeholder just under the, the main header. So uh, once we go live, that will open up. So it'll just be uh, polygoons.finance. Um, you, you said earlier you were talking, who was it, Pixel Dogs you were doing the collaboration with? Or are there any other artists that you're going to be working with um, maybe along the way to do maybe some giveaways, some airdrops, some cross promotion, um, just generally kind of jumping into each other's discords maybe and trying to, you know, maybe share audiences that you have for the projects. Is there anybody else that you have in mind? Yeah, absolutely. So um, so we have a, a, an initiative that we call the Pals of the Polygoons. Um, and we've partnered up with a bunch of projects in the space. Um, and so I think we're at uh, 23 partners right now, um, many of which are in the space with us now. So, of course, uh, uh, Dave, uh, Dave's uh, Crypto Goons are, are pals of the Polygoons. Um, but yeah, there, there's other projects, the uh, Comards NFTs, Congo Kings, uh, the Squibbles, um, uh, Kosher Pig, Skelly Club. Uh, I mentioned Pixel Dogs. Uh, we're working with uh, Deadbot Nation and Cyber Warriors, uh, Weird Metacology, uh, Beluga Bay, Sleepy Pirates, uh, Nifty Comedians, um, and then uh, recently partnered with uh, Polydo Polydoge and, and their gaming project Metapets as well. Um, and the way that we're doing these partnerships um, is, yeah, we're you know we've done a bunch of Twitter giveaways and stuff, and and I'm gonna get uh, some more rolling leading up to uh, leading up to the 22nd. Um, but the other really cool thing we're doing with the partnerships is um, we're creating a series of what we're calling Pals of the Polygoons Power Boost cards. And so these are just like NFTs um, that we're minting and sending to our partners that they can distribute to their holders. And I'm going to pin a tweet here because I have an image of just like a bunch of them. Um, and the idea with these cards is that if you're staking a polygoons, whether it's in the farm or, you know, down the road, uh, in the territory control game or, you know, in the future and whatever other iteration of the, of the game happens, um, these cards are going to be 
able to be staked alongside the polygons and um, and provide a boost to the power that the polygons are, are, are bringing to the table. So, you know, right off the bat, um, I'm ta- I mentioned the farm. So that's where, you know, you'll stake your polygons. And as I mentioned, the your the total power of your polygons determines the rate at which you're actually earning the goons token. Um, but, uh, oh, here's one. Uh, this is a from a couple weeks ago, but uh, it's uh, got the Metapets partner card there. Um, yeah, so you'll have your polygon staked with all of their power contributing to your 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 farming speed. Um, but these these power boost cards um, are also carrying some significant power behind them. So. Um, we've powered the the partner cards at about 400 which comes out to just around um, the the power of a common polygons and so if you have nfts from one of our partner projects then you'll be able to get a pals of the polygons card through that project and then you know, you, you only have one Polygons NFT, but you bring in another one of these power boost cards, then you might even be like, you know, almost doubling the power that you have in the farm or in the game or whatever it is. So um, that's, yeah, another cool thing that, uh, that I, you know, I don't know if anybody else is doing or not, but um, yeah, we thought it was a, a really cool way to sort of bring some, some really interesting utility to the partnerships. Now this this might be a kind of a wacky question that might kind of not even be anything that's ever going to be of a concern. But um, if something ever happens, and let's say you guys are no longer happy with whatever state of affairs Polygon might have going on, is the name Polygons a concern if you guys decide to switch blockchains? Because then you really it would be difficult to roll out a series two of Polygons if you went. To Solana or Avalanche, right? Yeah, we actually we we talked about this, and like uh, there was a big discussion uh, amongst the team about like potentially rolling out or the polygons actually invading other blockchains, and that's sort of how we would think about it. Um, either that, or like potentially there could be another collection, like the Soul Goons or something, but like. Uh, I, I mean, this is like <laughs> so far into the, uh, yeah, uh, I, I don't know. It's it's totally not like on our roadmap to, to do this at all. Um, no, but, I, you know, I understand. we've talked about it for sure. <laughs> yeah, I, I understand. It was something that kind of like popped up into my yeah. head. It's almost like like have a marriage now to Polygon with this project. And yeah, I mean, it's... I. You know, I, I and <laughs> to be honest, like that, that's that's fine with me. Uh, Polygon, I think, is there's great stuff happening on Polygon. It's it's growing really, really quickly. Um, it's really awesome to you know legitimately feel like you're early in something that's growing so quickly. Um, you know, and and we've been able to connect with with a lot of other people that are. 
uh, big players in the in the polygon space, like you know Dave and Beluga, uh, Poly Doge. Uh, we did an AMA on Telegram with Matic News, and and we're actually partnering with Matic News for some different things. Um, yeah, we're helping them with their like rebrand and website and stuff. Um, and uh, I'll drop some alpha here actually as well. They're, they are uh, planning a NFT week um, based entirely on Polygon NFTs. Um, and yeah, we're going to be lending a hand with uh, some of the communications for that uh, initiative as well. So earlier on, you had said that you guys have been involved in some other projects and, uh, you know, it's it's not really the first rodeo for any of you guys. Is there any specific marketing techniques that you guys are using in order to get your name out that maybe you could share with somebody who is starting a new project that that's been useful towards you guys as far as launching this project? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I think what I would say, what I often say when people are coming into Twitter spaces and asking for advice and stuff is like, you're doing it. Right? If you're in Twitter spaces, you, you know, you've got your profile, you're here, you're, you're doing it, you're talking about your project. Like that's, that's number one for sure. Right. Liz, like what, uh, this space is so, um, has so much potential because, you know, these little teams like us and like, you know, one, two, three, five person teams can come and put together a project and have, have an audience of thousands of people who are just like interested in the space and interested to see what is happening. So um, definitely just like just engaging with the community, talking in Twitter spaces is huge um, for us uh, as well. I will say like, you know, partnering with the other projects and, and doing these collabs, doing these other giveaways and that kind of thing. Um, having them, you know, mention our pals of the polygoons thing and their discords and that kind of stuff has been really cool um we i i will say that i don't think we've done anything you know like you like like you mentioned before we started uh this evening like you know where's our uh gary v space where we you know instantly rack up a hundred thousand followers and um i I don't think we're there yet. Um, but like at the same time, I'm totally okay with that. Like, you know, we're a small team. We're starting, we're doing something really cool. Um, but we're starting small as well. So, um, like I, I see, uh, I see us growing, um, more after launch than we have before launch. And, uh, you know, some people would say, like, maybe that's a mistake. You need to have your following. You need to have, you know, however many people <laughs> sort of read, ready to buy. Um, but, you know, uh, I, I think that there's there's something to be said for just proving yourselves in the space uh, once your project gets going as well. And people can actually see what you're doing um, or not doing, um, and, you know, and then and then basing their engagement and participation on on what they're seeing actually happen with your project. You know, we, we listen to all our all our buddies in these spaces all the time. And, you know, there's 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 so many projects that are continuing to build. And I think that's what's really, really important as well. Right. Like uh, Dave dropping the deads and and Beluga dropping the doodle and like this kind of thing is 
is huge, right? It it really signals that these projects are are not going anywhere. So on Mint Day on the 22nd at 4 p.m. when the Polygoons are going to be going live, is there a total amount, um, is there a cap on how many Polygoons somebody could buy per wallet? No, there's no cap on how many you can buy per wallet. Um, again, like... <laughs> We're, I, I don't I don't think we were in danger of being uh, wailed out. I don't know if that's what you would call it or not, but um, yeah, we're not limiting how many uh, how many any one person can buy. We are putting um, because it's Matic and you know the people can conduct transfers pretty quickly. We are putting a limit on ten per transfer. So uh, if, if there's if there happens to be a huge rush. Uh, then that will at least pace everybody a little bit. On your website, it was talking about um, some charitable donations that you guys are going to be doing down the line where you're going to be donating 10% uh, of your initial sales to support food security in India. Um, yeah. What, what, what made you guys decide India? Yeah. Um, so, so this was uh, uh, an idea that we had a, a while back, and we've just... Um, it's, it's sort of just kept with us. Uh, the idea there is, um, and just sort of how it, how it came about through the team conversation was that like the polygons are farmers, right? They, they care about farming, they care about food and they care about take, taking care of each other. Um, you know, I, there's polygons traits where there's things growing, there's traits with food. They're, they're very like, they're almost hobbits like that, right? Like that's their, um, that's their passion. And so we, we wanted to make a connection there. Um, and so, and we wanted to just, you know, uh, make connection to, um, to Polygon actually. So, you know, Polygon being based in India is, a is a part of that, um, decision as well. Um, but also just, you know, India being so hard hit with, uh, with, with the pandemic and with COVID and, um, you know, it, it's one of very many places that is having a hard time, but, um, uh, you know, I, yeah, we have members of our team live there, you know, I've, I've been there to live for, for a little while. So, um, it's just, uh, yeah, that's um, not much more than that. We just, uh, we just, yeah, obviously wanted to to do something to give something back uh, through this through the potential success of the project. Is there a specific charity that you have in mind, or is it something that you're going to have the holders maybe vote on? How do you go about that? We will probably put together a list and then have um, a bit of a community discussion about it. Um, uh, a while back we were, we were in discussion with, uh, with the Polygon team about it. Um, and, uh, yeah, thinking that they might actually have a suggestion, um, but that hasn't happened. So, so we don't actually have a specific charity, uh, uh decided yet. Yeah, the, the actual Polygon team is actually very approachable and like, they will answer you if you message them here on Twitter. So, oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, we've we've been in touch with them about a lot of stuff. Uh, yeah, that was um, yeah, just uh, a, a a part of the conversation that that sort of dropped off the radar. But 
um, we'll, yeah, we'll definitely pick it back up. Yeah, they're they're very accessible. I mean, I, I've spoken to them numerous times. Um, you know, cause we're, we're launching a marketplace on Polygon as well. So um, as long as you tell them that, you know, you have something related to, you know, what they believe in or something that's going to benefit the entire chain as a, as a whole, those guys are very open-minded as, as far as, like, talking to you and trying to help you and, they even set up like AMAs with smaller artists and stuff. Like they're they're really good people, Polygon. I, I dig them a lot. I'm uh I'm glad that we're going to be a part of them as well. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, I and uh, yeah, I'm in the process now of setting up an AMA with them as well, actually. So have have you guys decided on the tokenomics that you're going to have when the Goons token launches? Um, yeah, so, uh, I was hoping that my dev would join at some point here. Cause he, like, like I said, he's really like the tokenomics guy. Um, but the, the, the sort of the core concept is that, um, there is going to be just an initial supply. So there's an initial supply of 1,200,000 goons tokens and a hundred thousand is going to, going to be sent to the, the goons token farm. And then another hundred thousand is dedicated to just giveaways. Um, and I've already given away over 10,000 um, just through our Discord and Twitter and Telegram um, and that kind of stuff. And then the remaining one million tokens um, are actually just going to be available for, uh, for purchase at a fixed price. So um, in the game, if you like, if you needed goons tokens, you would be able to just like stock up on them. Um, uh, but they will circulate through the game as well. So um, obviously like there's the farm, which is, uh, which is sort of the initial uh, wave of tokens into the community. Um, but beyond that, there, the way that we're thinking about how the game mechanics works and everything like the tokens will be, uh, will continue to flow back through the game through rewards and and that kind of thing as well. So what's been the uh, what's been the most difficult thing for you guys along the way here? Is it you know just trying to have so much that you're doing in this ecosystem that you have? Is it trying to get the word out? Is it there's I would say there's been a lot of challenges. Um, and I and I'm sure a lot of people can relate to. <laughs> To, to a number of these but like uh you know for myself i'm just even the fact that i work full time right and uh and this is uh this is a passion project um you know like a lot of us uh we hope that someday it can be successful enough to uh carry us and allow us to um you know to really dedicate you know our bit oh i I think I'm getting rugged. Can you still hear me? You were breaking up a little bit. I thought it was my side, but I could hear you. Are you there, Zach? Man, we need Jack Dorsey back up in here, man. I'm telling you. So, Greg, Dave, are you guys there? Maybe I'm the one that's rugged. I'm here. I'm just. Um, I, I've been sending Beluga a massive tweet of achievements that this community. Uh, well, 
Yeah, no, Dave, I was here. I just uh, I couldn't click on my phone as quick. Sorry about that. No, I, I just didn't know if I got rugged or if the polygoons got rugged, and it looks like the polygoons got rugged. Yeah, it sounded like they did. Apologies about that, yeah. Sound like polygoons got rugged. Yeah, so we'll, we'll wait for them to come back. Um, I might have to drop them down and then bring them back up. Sometimes that works. Let's see if that works. Yeah. You know, when like, people are doing different things, when you ask if it's you rugged or not, and no one's available to uh, answer your question, because they're, you know, just happy listening to the amazing show you put on. <laughs> oh my god. Ready for ready for retirement, sir. It can get draining, man. It can get draining. Well, I I'm I'm just talking about retirement in general. Won't be long. Oh, once your platform goes live. So now you want Jack back. Two months ago, you were you were complaining about him, Dave. You know, Jack Dorsey, he wasn't doing too good at first, and then things started getting corrected, and then they took away yep. Jack, and now it's like it's back to the same old shit. As soon as he left, you really stopped getting kicked from spaces so much, and then now it's coming for full circle, it seems. Yeah, they must have hired him back as like a consultant or something like that. So, uh, I don't know. Hopefully, Polygoons comes back. I had a few more questions for him. Um, is Sleepy Pirate here? We need somebody to play some guitar for us. When all else fails, have Sleepy Pirate play guitar for you. I know he was here earlier. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know where he's gone. Like, I forgot to. I, I might have upset him because I forgot to ask him to play guitar on our spaces earlier on. Yeah, he's he's very uh he gets a little upset about stuff like that. Well, uh I don't know. I guess we'll wait like a few more minutes to see. Zach Zach Kenny. Back. Is that Zach Kenny? That's the uh profile for Polygons. I don't know if you can pull him up if he's the uh, the personal person behind the Polygons profile. Yeah, I enjoy them. So in the meantime, uh oh here he is he's back all right good all right we invited the polygons back up <laughs> they're here Maybe somebody's phone dies. Sometimes it takes a while to reconnect after that happens. Well, in the meantime, I'll tell you guys about the project. The, the Polygoons, they're going to be minting on the 22nd of February at 4 p.m. UTC, which is five hours ahead of Eastern time, for those of you that don't really know how that stuff works with the time zones, because it confuses me. Um, going to be a really badass project. Um, very experienced team. They're working on some really cool stuff. There's going to be a game involved. There's going to be a token involved. Your NFT, you're going to be able to change its costume and its attributes that it has. They're going to have staking available. You guys are really covering a lot of stuff. So really excited to uh, talk to them. Hopefully we could get Polygoons back up here. Oh, here you are. You're back. You made it. Yeah, so sorry about that. 
Okay. I was I was giving you a little little uh, two minute promo there of my own. Oh, perfect! I wish I could have heard that. <laughs> oh, we're recording. Don't worry about it. Uh, oh, great. So let's jump back into a few things before we uh, we do wrap up with uh, with uh, our our AMA here. Um, now at the seventy five percent point on your roadmap, it's saying that you're going to open up to community input. Now, is this the point where the community is going to be able to make decisions on, you know, the future of whatever the storyline might be, what type of airdrops you guys are doing, the direction of the Dunes token itself. Is that the point when this is all going to happen? Yeah, I, that, I think at that point, um, at that point, we really want to allow the community to have some more serious input as to like where it's going. But like, I think, I think that what we've, what we've developed and what we've sort of laid out in terms of a roadmap, I think is pretty solid as well. So, um, you know, a lot of, a lot of projects, you know, will have like, Oh, you know, we're opening a DAO or whatever. And, and that, uh, you know, sort of takes care of that. Um, I think what, uh, what we're looking more towards is really providing like some solid, um, you know, some, some solid plans and solid ideas, but uh, really just being open to other other ideas that people have. So like, you know, um, e- even in de- sort of project development, um, we've reached out to a lot of different people um, in the space to sort of get some ideas for, for where to go and, and what what we think people will be most interested in. Um, so, I mean, I mentioned the, the sort of the community creation, uh, aspect, like the sort of content creation. So in terms of the narrative and, um, potentially in terms of even like items and that kind of stuff as well. Um, but I mean, essentially we just want to keep it open, um, and allow people to, you know, come in and, and have a say and, and, uh, it help basically help us out if they want and if they don't we've got plans like there's no there we're not we're not waiting are going to be waiting around for uh we're not lacking any uh direction there for sure but um yeah just allowing people to to help us out if they want to all right i got a few more before we wrap up um as far as how that goes with community decision making is it going to be weighted on um, just the total amount of NFTs each person owns as far as like maybe voting capabilities go. Is it going to be based on how many you have staked or is it going to be based on the rarity of your particular goons that you, you hold? Have you guys decided how to, like the hierarchy is going to work as far as... Yeah, like- no, I, we, we haven't really decided how like how any kind of voting system would go. Um, I, I think, like I said, it's it's going to be fairly like casual in terms of like what kind of uh, what kind of feedback and what kind of ideas we're we're being receptive to. So, but I, I mean, essentially, like we also like we do have a vision for the project, and we do have like a a certain um, you know like a certain flavor that goes along with it. So, you know, if 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 we had, you know, a really big, 
collector that really wanted to do something totally wacky that we just <laughs> we just felt like wasn't really in line with with how the rest of the project is going then you know that's uh we wouldn't necessarily just just cave to that um you know to that opinion um but more just open it up to uh to the community so i mean I guess if anything, it's sort of just a one person, one vote, but nothing official. So there's a there was a lot to cover here. I, you guys really do have a lot planned out. Um, it's super exciting that you're kind of covering all bases, and you have the the token aspect along with the staking, along with the art. I really like the fact that you can kind of customize your NFT. I don't see that too much where you could kind of flip accessories and have different types of attributes. So that's something I was talking about a while back, and I, I really like that idea. I like how you guys are going with that. Um, is there anything that I had missed asking you that you want to let the community know about? Oh, geez. Um, I, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think so. I think you've been quite thorough, actually. <laughs> All right. So, where do you see your project um, a year from now? That's the question I ask everybody. Oh yeah, for sure. Like I'm, I see, you know, we we, we want to have uh, you know all of our ultra goons adopted and landed in, into the space. Uh, probably at that point, we will have um, discovered who the remaining final three polygoons are. Um, and, and that, uh, incorporated into the narrative as well. Um, um, I, I think, I think like the, the plan is just going forward that, um, that the whole project can be really built on. Right. Um, and so, you know, doing kind of like expansion, uh, sets of NFTs is definitely one thing that we're, that we want to do. Um, doing uh like trait specific airdrops and events like we like i have i have traits in the project that are like annual traits so like um i think the one that i posted up earlier has a has a uh, a present um and you know there maybe maybe i'll figure out uh, uh, another holiday other than like the winter holidays to activate that but the way that i was thinking about it is like okay every you know, Christmas or whatever, um, that polygons who are holding that trade get airdrop these very, very special items. Um, and yeah, and just sort of the way that we're planning and strategizing around the items and community, I think is as a fairly special thing that I don't often get a chance to talk about, which is, um, you know, yeah, you can get airdrop something. Yes, you can sell it. Yes, you or yes, you can use it. But what we really want to encourage is for people to sort of build like alliances and teams with each other. And so, if I get, you know, if 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 I have a pet chicken that that I have with my polygons, maybe every week or whatever, I get an egg. Um, and maybe I don't need all those eggs so I can, you know, share them around the, with, with sort of my team, but we're also doing some airdrops and items where there's some different built-in mechanics as well, where it's like, 
yes, you can send it, uh, yeah, or yes, you can like sell it if if you just wanted to, you know, sell it for goons tokens or whatever. I can sell my egg for like five goons tokens, maybe. Um, but other things where it would really encourage the sharing and the trading back and forth. Um, and so it's trying to bring it back to the idea that the polygons are like at heart, they want to help each other. They, they want to, you know, um, to, yeah, just, just share amongst each other and, and help each other be successful. <laughs> so the, the, there's, the, there's more to that for sure. Um, but down the road, like, uh, yeah, we just we see the the project really just expanding and growing um, more and more. We were I was talking with people at Polydoge and uh, and and they were suggesting that at some point um, gaming NFTs will actually need a free to play option, right? So you know if your collection is ten thousand, what do you do once you sell those ten thousand? Like, is are those the only people? You know, do you only have 5,000 people who can play your game? You know, how do you grow from there? So um, looking at potential uh, free-to-play options and, and ways for people to come into the community and engage with the project that doesn't disturb the um, scarcity of the initial mint, um, but uh, allows for a, a continuing expansion of the community. Certainly awesome. I'm, I'm really looking forward to um checking out your project when it drops um i want to thank you for coming out here zach and talking with the community and sharing an hour of your time with us uh we got the polygons they're going to be dropping on the 22nd of february at 4 p.m utc that's uk time for people that um don't know what utc is like myself uh it's going to be a pretty large scale project going to have a lot of really nice goodies kind of tied in with it a, a game they're going to have staking they're going to have uh you know a, a whole bunch of fantastic stuff their own native token you could swap your characters accessories and uh that's that's what i like the best about the whole thing so um yeah thanks for coming out talking with the people here i really do appreciate you uh you know taking the time out of your day when you do your release please make sure to uh, tweet to me so I could retweet it for you and we could kind of get this up and running. All right, man. Absolutely. Thanks very much. Uh, and I did just want to do a giveaway here as well for the space. Um, can I get a uh, number of people in the space? Sure. Hold on. Don't go. Forty-five. Forty-five. Okay, random number. Okay, Daniel Grozdanov at Daniel Dangers. I just followed you. Uh, you've won a Polygon's free mint. Um, and for everybody else, please just keep on watching what we're doing. We are going to be releasing a whole bunch of, um, of free mints in the next week leading up to launch on the 22nd. Um, and there's like, we're continuously uh, dropping the goons tokens as well. So 
Um, in the second to latest pinned tweet, there's the name your polygons. If you comment a name for the polygons with your address, you get dropped, uh, I think it's five or ten goons tokens. Um, and then, you know, if, you, if I pick the name that you came up with, then it's 50 goons tokens. But yeah, I'm doing those every day. Uh, there's goons tokens giveaway and is in the discord every day as well. So just, just pop in there and uh, start scooping up some goons. That's awesome. I, I just messaged Daniel to let him know to uh, hit you with a DM so we could get the mint, uh, the free mint set up. Great. Uh, once again, Zach, thank you so much. Uh, whenever you want to stop by, feel free to stop by. Let me know when you want me to tweet out for you and I'll, I'll make sure that I quote tweet and, and I'll pin it up on my profile for the 22nd when you guys release. February Thank 20- you so much. February 22nd, 4 p.m. Polygoons. Get some. Thank you everybody for coming and listening. Really, really appreciate it. See you in the Gooniverse. So tomorrow we have, um, we have a very, fun guest coming on with us we're gonna have the mullet verse with us my first time talking with the mullet verse looking forward to it um everybody loves mullets except for maybe our wives they probably wouldn't like the mullets too much because they're ugly looking but anyway guys thank you for stopping by thank you again zach polygoons february 22nd 4 p.m utc have a good night everybody love you thanks Elon. thanks everyone bye